Last time on the Reroll Podcast. Treebark and Lilac take their leave, confident enough to maybe survive the crab knocks. It would be disappointing to not ever have the chance to spar with you. Oh, don't think that I would give Flint the glory of never having his ass whooped by me. A plan to deal with the goblin nuisance becomes a reality. What are we going to do about this goblin problem? Are you suggesting that we use the goblins as a... A training opportunity. It wouldn't hurt to show them a little bit of the real world. Donovan, our impromptu leader, will face a test of his skills as a fighter. Be ready at dawn. Pick two people that you would uh, trust to fight by your side. Along with his skills as a leader. I would like to leave Kello with at least a little bit of protection here. All of us, including you and the two that you pick, will be gone for the day. I know he's willing, and I believe he's ready to lead the resistance into an age of prosperity. It's time to step into your big boy shoes and show them that you know what you're doing here. Thank you, Moonbow. But I suppose we'll know soon enough whether I'm right. Welcome back to the Reroll Podcast. All right. Uh, welcome back. Thanks for tuning in. This is, of course, the Reroll Podcast. Uh, I am your friendly dungeon master, uh, Tanner Prentice, here with a bunch of my moronic friends. Uh, you'll be happy to know that Zane is on uh, timeout for any openers, so this week's opener is not going to... You could take a shit where you last took a shit, and then shit, and you shit in a hole. Would you, what's the biggest hole you've ever shit in? <laughs> I have to preface this by saying on cam... <laughs> <laughs> on Discord, Zane is drinking Jack Daniels straight <laughs> from the bottle. <laughs> Excellent. Nobody, your person. <laughs> nobody who's in a good mental state just <laughs> does that. Well, the best part about this is this is actually like a groom's, like a like a bridal party gift. This is like a custom <laughs> label. So, oh. yeah. All right. I don't know how that changes the dynamic. Does it say "Holy like Fuck Fuck" on it? It says, hey, fuckface. Oh. <laughs> right, yeah. Of course. It says, hey, fuckface, if you could take a bigger diarrhea than you diarrhea with your last diarrhea, how much diarrhea could you fit into a Jack Daniels bottle before you passed out? I don't think that's what it says. <laughs> Tanner, take it away. <laughs> so anyway, um, I've, uh, I've done a fair bit of traveling in my time, mostly in the continental United States uh what are some of your guys's favorite places you've ever traveled to or lived in oh man i've done most of the west i it would be a hard toss-up for me between logan canyon and arches national park i don't know where either of those are <laughs> uh utah and arizona slash i believe arches goes into colorado maybe it goes into new mexico but I've been to Colorado, New Mexico, and Arizona, and I think people really underestimate how beautiful those states are. Some of the natural just landmarks are breathtaking. It's a lot of rocks, but they do look really fucking pretty. There's also a lot of goats. (laughs) Nice. On those rocks. Those those goats are very pretty as well. Yes, they are beautiful, (laughs) and I want one, but I can't climb as well as they can. So you can't they catch it. They can't catch it. They are elusive. <laughs> I get a solid foot off the ground and start having a panic attack. And... <laughs> just not gonna work. That's no rock um, climbing for you. <laughs> I think after thinking this over for a minute, it probably would have been a better one to do like after we landed in Texas. Um, just because I really haven't been a lot of places. Um, I've been. I would say like. As of now, my favorite place I've ever been to is, of course, uh, the Hawaiian Islands. It's just so pretty out there, and the warmth is wonderful. Uh, I can really feel that 2% of Hawaiian I have in me just connected with the earth over there. <laughs> uh, of course, all the all the people that live there hate me and every other tourist, but um, it's wonderful. Goddamn and howlies. <laughs> the next time I get to go back, um, I I don't know. It'll be exciting to do it in my adult life because I believe the last time I went, I was around 16. Um, and yeah, it's just the, it's very nice out there. It seems you like know, life is a little bit slower. In some countries, you're definitely considered an adult at 16. <laughs> so, what, states or countries? 
countries. Like the, I think the age of consent in Hawaii is like fourteen. Okay, I wasn't talking consent. consent. I was talking like so. working jobs and like shit like that. You perverts. Same. Um, go back to. I time went to alcohol that. in my head. <laughs> No, it's definitely not because um, I would have been drinking out there. Uh, anyways, yeah, that was that was my favorite place to go. And after we fucking trek across the entire United States to go live in Texas of all places, I may have a different answer to that, but kind of doubt it because I'll be driving, so I'll just hate everything everywhere. <laughs> also, I don't want to move from Washington, so that's gonna affect my decisions. <laughs> I have been to Texas, and it is beautiful for all its social fa uh, faults and shoddy electrical grid it is a beautiful <laughs> state oh yeah yeah most states if you find the right spots are really pretty i'd agree with that i mean yeah my answer would definitely also be hawaii just because a it's one of the few places i've actually been to outside of washington and b it's just like it is kind of like i don't know you kind of have to go experience it for yourself and there's like i feel like there's different facets to like going to like having a vacation out there because like you can go to like Maui where it's basically just like tropical island all over the place but then the big island like um it's like when you're driving the loop it's like a different I don't know like it's like a different biome like every hour or so like so you'll be driving on just like straight lava rock and then all of a sudden you'll drive through like a rainforest and then you're driving through like you know tropical like palm trees and shit and it's fucking awesome yeah I mean Zane and I went together since we're related we went with our family so that would be my answer too i haven't gone very many places but and that's saying something because i had a bladder infection the entire time and i had medication oh, yeah. but the medication made me really sick so that's saying something that that place is like magical even, memorable. even yeah. if you have a bladder <laughs> infection which is the one and only time that i've ever had that happen to me which really sucked but yep. it was, still was really beautiful and magical in all its own way there's no better place on planet Earth to suffer and be nauseous than Hawaii. Yeah, that's fair. You could be doing a lot worse for sure, yeah. Yeah. I've been pretty lucky that I've gotten to travel a few places, uh, but Greece was definitely one of my Whoa. dream places that I've been to. Both Santorini and Athens were really cool. Santorini was just really pretty on the rocks and stuff over the water. In that Athens, it's just like a lot of old architecture and stuff that was oh cool. Oh my god, I would... I've always Ugh. wanted to go to Greece. And then I we'll have, have like a, a reoccurring dream that I believe is in that place, but yes. Oaxaca City was really cool too in Mexico. Lots of cool buildings and stuff. Well, Latar's actually gotten out of the States, goddamn. Yeah. I want to go to Greece. Yeah, Greece and here. <laughs> it was awesome. <laughs> uh, I did go to Costa Rica when I was about 14, 15. I went with uh, my best friend at the time, uh, who his grand grandpa owned a bed and breakfast, and it was a surreal experience because it wasn't like, um, it wasn't like touristy Costa Rica. It wasn't like the main city. It was you had to drive about six hours out from the airport, and it was, it was pretty wild. It was wild to just see like dudes standing around with AKs and just being like, ha, 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 that's cool. <laughs> And the Burger King was the biggest uh, building in the in the town we were near, but it was it was so awesome. Like we were staying at this bed and breakfast, and our our screen door, our sliding like screen door, was broken a little bit at the bottom, and we came right after a monsoon. So every morning when we woke up, and this was not awesome at the time, but awesome in hindsight, there were about a dozen crabs in our room. <laughs> like fully grown crabs and like the first night we didn't really like it wasn't too bad we didn't really realize it um and we're talking I about didn't. crabs from the ocean right yes but uh <laughs> oh, God. The, the second day we were there my friend who was there ryan was trying to sneak up and scare me and wake me up and he like jumped down uh like under one of the beds and just found himself like face to face with like a crab we had to like no. chase him out of the room with brooms <laughs> <laughs> it was very interesting it's like what what do you have in there that the crabs would even want like are they just there were out, like, there were a bunch of rainstorms that mm. like heavy rainstorms which is crazy to like stand out at like an 85 degree rainstorm but they would come down and the crabs would seek shelter and so they'd come in a room and harass Steal us. all of your money <laughs> maybe <laughs> i don't know citizen snaps <laughs> 
speaking of crabs, uh, let's get back to our <laughs> crabby crabs, players. Dang, how'd that doctor's appointment go? <laughs> that was the worst transition I think I've ever heard. Uh, yeah, you got to work on those. <laughs> 19 episodes in, you'd think I would have nailed it. All right. Uh, I think, let's see, where we last left off, you guys had done a little more training, a little more um, hands-on with the resistance, and you had spoken to Donovan about taking him and two others on this journey to go assess or or destroy this goblin threat. Um, so we're going to sort of start this uh, again in the morning at the Alchemist Lab. Um, you guys wake up over the course of the morning. Breakfast is being made and handed out. Kella at the crack of dawn is is back to work um and you see kel is a little distracted she's at her station uh, um processing tinctures looking at different dried plants that have been around but most of the time she's being pulled away every couple of minutes just to uh, to just to just to be approached about some sort of problem or to have sort of a decision that helps move things along with the resistance trying to organize logistics of food around here and get a hunting party organized um what are you guys doing throughout the morning i will say uh louis is hard at work at the forge at about the crack of dawn just tink 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 smithing away um flint's kind of scrambling around helping with breakfast and just kind of losing himself in his in his cooking okay um I think Star is probably um practicing some moves with um or well not necessarily practicing some moves I think she's prepping whoever is going to be in charge of the group for the day since uh our party and the other three people are going to be off fairly quickly so she's letting them know like these are the things I want you to work on. Make sure the stances of everyone is correct. Um, here's a quick tip on how to, like, make sure that you're doing this correctly. And, you know, just kind of running through the steps there. We told Donovan to kind of, like, decide who kind of to leave in charge of the militia, right? Mm -hmm. At least for the time being. I believe so. Yeah, I think so. And, in fact, that's going to be the older man um, that... You had threatened Flint. He... I only got threatened. I punched. I beat the shit out of him. Right. I get... Well, you didn't actually kill him, so there was a there was a <laughs> threat and a bit of promise. Um, he's definitely not the most athletic, but he does garner a lot of sympathy. And Donovan probably actually says that to you in the Morning Star, like brings him forward and says, I know this isn't quite the athletic leader you might think of, but... Everybody here respects him, and we'll listen to him. Star gives an on. She's like, leadership isn't always about the look of somebody. It's about what's in here and what's in here. And she points to her heart and her head. Um, and she says, I trust that you've made a good decision. Thank you. I'm uh, gathering my equipment. The giants and the dwarf have, has equipped me and the two I'm bringing. Um, we'll be ready soon. Indeed. Meet us at the edge of the forest um, in say 15 minutes. He gives you a curtain up. Yeah, Flint kind of has his gear gathered and he's just wandering over towards the rally point with a giant plate of bacon for himself. <laughs> um, I think that Shadow probably when she was training with William the other day, caught like a squirrel. And she runs over to Kella, who looks a little stressed and stuff, and like taps her on the shoulder and like hands it to her. And I think for Shadow, it's kind of like food's always like been something like she didn't always have when she's been on her own. So it's like important to her. So it's like a gift for Kella to help maybe relieve some of her stress. Um, 
you hand this girl to Kella, and she's like, I hear uh, what? And it like runs up her sleeve and like goes. Oh, I like, think it's a dead. It's a dead squirrel. Oh, it's a dead squirrel. Oh, yes. that's a, <laughs> that would be even more confusing. <laughs> yeah. Oh, okay. I caught it with William. It's dead. <laughs> so okay. Or at least paralyzed. <laughs> okay, so maybe you, it's paralyzed. <laughs> so I think you hand over this like squirrel wrapped up in webbing, and she's just like, um, thank you. <laughs> and just kind of like gently sets it at a corner of her table and like and I'm just like looks, at her looks, hands. Up, looks up around into the corner of the room to make sure he's not there uh... I'm just like you got this and then I run off run over to Flint and I take some bacon off his tray and eat it <laughs> I immediately punch Shadow directly in the face <laughs> thinking that it's acceptable to touch my bacon roll initiative <laughs> uh, Groth is just making any last adjustments to the weight on Donovan's spear, um, you know, adjusting arm straps on any shields for anybody who's taken them, uh, helping people adjust their grip on the on the hilt of their swords and whatnot. Just kind of generally, you know, getting people a feel for his weapon. Okay. His, his weapons. And he comes up to you uh, after talking to Star and is like, uh, Groth, Groth. Yes, sir. Um, so I'm going to use a spear and shield, uh, and he's got two others with, uh, with him, a sort of, uh, slightly older woman with a, a short sort of bob cup that the top's kind of tied a little bit, kind of in a John so John Snow-esque, uh, and she has a quiver of arrows. He's like, um, Olivia's going to take... Uh, a short bow, if you have anything laying around, or a long bow would be fine. And he took, turns over to the other one, and he says, and it's this really young, like, 18-year-old who is just built. And he's a little clumsy, like, walking in, he sort of knocks over a barrel full of just kind of scrap metal and makes a lot of noise, but he he walks forward and he says, says and uh, Pater here, uh, if, if you have any basic armor or just something big he, his strength truly is his his, his strength <laughs> I'll bet it is he I'm not like a poet a <laughs> he looks like a hammer swinger to me or just a hammer for yes exactly <laughs> what was the other guy's fact, name it's the Peter. only word that he actually knows <laughs> Peter and what Peter Hammer I thought his name was Gator for a second. Oh, like, fuck. Damn. Yeah, Sick. it is. It's Gator. <laughs> gator <laughs> Hammer. What was the name uh, of the guy with the bow? Uh, Olivia is her name. Oh, her name. Her uh, name. Bo wants to try to start to facilitate some kind of, like, area and plans for, like, a garden, since Bo grew up in a... Uh, a small town that that's goddess was like a harvest goddess and knows some things about about that was like largely based around crops and everything so um he's going to try to facilitate like some garden beds that they and for planting and stuff and um because he is focused on bringing everyone together and if there isn't like just either faith in religion or just faith, general faith in each other that food can really bring people together and wants it to, to like start that process I kind of imagine that uh, accumulating in you showing sort of the younger of the resistance or the older and just kind of going over you know maybe you hand them a bag of seeds or whatever and you're like teach them the proper way to sort of uh, uh, plant the seed uh, and ha like give them instruction on how to take care of it and just really engaging with this sort of small community. Yeah, and it'd probably be a little bit of like recognizing, you know, wild, how to like harvest seeds from wild things that we can grow here or like, you know, just, and um, I'd probably be doing some kind of prayer to the goddess S Sava, um, doing a prayer to over the garden beds as it's kind of happening or even just the area that they have the plans to so it can be an ongoing project while we're gone and I, it's not like a pressured thing like it's not it's only like you know if you have time this is like how to do it and you know a project that can be worked on 
Okay. Great. I'm gonna, uh, to Flint after I steal his bacon and he gets mad, offer him a, a peace uh, symbol and I pull out the liquid vial uh, that has the orange liquid that's moving fast in it. And okay. I'm, I'm like, here, you can have this for the bacon. I made it. You made this? Yeah. I mean, kill helped a little. <laughs> I would ask what it is, but that ruins the surprise. Kind of just pockets it. It's called methamphetamine. And I would tell oh, you yeah. that I agree. <laughs> I thought it was a fart bomb. <laughs> he drink a drink fart it. bomb. Yeah, drink it. <laughs> Roll 25 oh, constitution saves. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I have advantage on against what, poison? Yeah. You'd, so. You poison. would be the best suited to drink a fart bomb. <laughs> Correct. Noted. Noted. All right, so you guys find yourself sort of in this group at the edge of the forest. Uh, Donovan, Olivia, and Gator join you. Uh, <laughs> Donovan has elected to wear no armor, is in fact shirtless with washboard abs. Um, he has a uh, shield attached to uh, his severed arm, or his rather, uh, where the arm was severed, and then he has his spear with the counterweight in his right hand. Olivia is has a short bow with a... What is it called? A, a fletch of arrows? Is that right? So. A quiver. Fletcher. Fletch, fletchette? A, a fletcher makes arrows. A quiver holds them. Oh. She has a Walmart grocery bag of arrows. <laughs> <laughs> each arm through each hole of the bag, so it's like a backpack. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just don't jump too this... hard, otherwise the bag will break. And all <laughs> yeah. They're all discombobulated. It's really hard to grab. Um, but no, she has a quiver, rather, uh, that is at her waist that sort of goes uh, to the side a little bit. And then Gator has a breastplate, a sort of dented breastplate. And I think, Roth, you did the best you could but he is a big dude kind of similar to you and so he's got this breastplate with this huge heavy dent in it but you were like ah the metal's pretty pretty sturdy so it should unless he takes an insane amount of damage be okay there's also a moderate also amount of moderate amount of confusion because he's actually wearing it as a hat <laughs> yes <laughs> and at a point donovan's like gator gator he was like gator he's <laughs> like stop it just come on man it's like a pokemon me. so he just says his own name gator. <laughs> <laughs> and he's got this big old like stone club. Atta boy, Gator. Shatter. Gator. Put him flat. Shatter. Shatter. <laughs> Shadow goes. Oh, one second, and then runs back into Kella and says, "Do you have any herbalism supplies I could take with me?" Uh, yeah, of course. Uh, help yourself. Uh, second cabinet underneath the uh, blood red pitcher. Don't touch that. Don't touch that. Uh, is there a blood red pitcher there when I go in? Yep. I pick it up. <laughs> Stop, General. Carefully put it down. I sniff it. What's in it? It smells like sulfur. Shadow, I'm serious. Put it down. And you can see, like, sweat <laughs> forming at the top of her forehead. I pause for a second looking at her with a grin, and then I'll set it down. <laughs> You set it down too hard and everything explodes. Yeah. <laughs> she walks over, takes it, and, like, pushes it aside, like, behind things. It's like, as I was saying, second cabinet underneath where the death pitcher was. So so why did it send the death pitcher? An experiment. Now go. Death. All right. When you finish it, you'll let me play with it, right? No. Absolutely not. Why would I do that? Because it sounds fun. Just right. tell her you will. Uh, I'll grab the supplies and run out. Can I re-roll how uh, many charges I have on my ring of friendship today, or have you decided to make that be broken? <laughs> what do you mean? How many I, are you missing? It was more of a joke. I, I think I used one of them the other day. I don't think I can use it right now. I used a speak okay. of animals and animal friendship last. Yeah, roll a d3. So. Was it per day, or did we 
I forget. Per Just day, per you day. roll a d3 for churches. Okay, gotcha. Up to three churches. So one, two, three, and then four is one, five is two, six is three. What is it? A two? Two. So you get two churches. Sick. That's pretty good. So Shadow, almost obliterating the whole encampment, comes back with her herbalism supplies. What do you guys want to do? I think we're heading out, aren't we? Yeah, I'm ready. Um, we're heading towards Wesley's house, correct? What? Uh, I thought... Oh, I, I think that I could get there from there unless you guys know a different way to get to there. We also have that clearing that we marked. That's yeah, I was going to say, wondering. maybe we should check out the clearing, but yeah. um, I just remember Shadow saying that she knew it from Wesley's house. Right. Well, I would say if little one knows the way, that's better than uh, trying to hunt them without knowing. Okay. All in favor of going towards the arrow that we left in the trees, uh, say aye. Do we have any idea if that's in, at all in the same direction? Or no, but it... we're at an impasse here, so yeah, I'm just trying to get said. the story. But moving. I was just wondering if it was like <laughs> at all in the same direction as where we we're going already, or if that's a completely different. Direction. It's not completely different, but it isn't entirely on the way. Okay. Let's just head towards Wesley's house. I'm down too. Second. Yeah. Third. Okay. <laughs> Okay, so you guys start walking through the woods here. I keep an eye out for any cool herbs that might be useful. Okay. Uh, yeah, what's everybody doing on the way? So this is, you're about an hour outside of Brambleton, but it's another <clears throat> maybe hour and a half or so to Wesley's house, so it'll probably take you about two and a half hours. What uh, What are you guys doing on the way? Who's Who's assigned to what role here? Um, I mean, Flint will take the front. Yeah, Groth. Oh, well, weird. I think. Flint <laughs> if there's any doors, <laughs> you know he's got it. <laughs> um, Star, I think, would like to do some light hunting, um, but is mostly going to be doing like the keeping an eye out, making sure we're safe, uh, checking kind of for scouting. any tracks. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I'm gonna have okay. So, what's everybody else doing? I'd like to be generally perceptive to the environment, also recognizing Shadow trying to. Because, I, like I said earlier, I was kind of like educating on what types of plants we can, you know, cultivate ourselves and like then in our environment that I recognize. So maybe like if I can be kind of being per generally perceptive as well as kind of looking at different plants just to assist and kind of help find something that might be useful okay flint is also kind of like loudly singing to himself kind of like trying to sort of draw attention if anybody's out there what are you singing oh god i don't know <laughs> an old an old uh an old like uh kids like limerick from his from his youth who let He's... the dogs out yeah, exactly. <laughs> hollywood undead <laughs> yeah <laughs> Seems like no, something actually, Flint will listen to. When I was a young boy. <laughs> um, if you if you are listening, you will kind of like notice it's a it's a it's a song about a tale of like a rogue named Annie Oakenfist. Cool. Oh, interesting. Annie, are you Oakenfist? <laughs> <laughs> I'm so sorry. Uh. I think before Shadow moves off, she turns to the new people and she's like. Welcome to the team. Don't die. And then she starts to move away. And then she looks back and she's like, unless you want to. And then she just spends the rest of the time kind of running all around the group while looking for herbs and humming along with Flint. You hear the uh, female archer go, God, that child is scary. <laughs> she gives good advice, though, no. Ah, God. <laughs> Giant. <laughs> Giant. <laughs> uh, Groth, what are you doing on this uh, journey? Uh, I'm I'm up front with Flint, and I'm just kind of quietly, as I walk, sort of meditating slash praying to. Uh, oh, to my to my, the hell do you call it? Great old one. Your dad. 
Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, great. We will start with Shadow. Shadow, go ahead and give me a uh, either nature or survival. Um, could I do my herbalism kit check instead? Sure. So I get proficiency from that. I don't know what stat that would use, though. Uh, we'll say intelligence. Okay. Seems. Now, are you rolling your own bow, or were you adding to mine? I'm fine with assisting, because I'm kind of focused on two things at once. If that's okay. Okay, so here's how I say that will work out. You can give her advantage, but you will take disadvantage on your general perception. You don't have to help me. Um, Just because you're splitting your focus. Um, well, could I just like be casting guidance in that sense instead? Sure. Yeah. So, okay. yeah, we could do that for sure. Okay. So take a d4 to yours. Am I rolling that or... No, uh, Blutar will roll it. That is a 17. Okay. Uh, let's, let's go back to my Google Doc on flora and fauna in the area. Yeah. I also have that book that I found in the lab that talked about, like, uh, yeah, Marjorie's guide. To, yeah, that I'll yeah. be like pulling out and comparing to the plants as I find ones that just look cool. I can imagine you know what? that. It's so cute. <laughs> you know, and in fact, I'm, I'm not sure if this will make a difference, but go ahead and take advantage on that roll because you do have that guide for this local area. Okay. No, it's one lower, so the first one was better. Dang. Okay. Shadow, you actually find a couple of things on your journey here. Um, you find Willow's Roots, which is actually a very rare plant in this area it only has a it primarily lives underground but it during its sort of blossom uh, period it pops up right under the surface and it's hard to locate and it's only about it's only noticeable about a week out of the year you manage to harvest uh, a few uh, plants of that you also uh, manage to harvest a couple uh, dwarf slumber mushrooms it's this blue spotted mushroom uh, that you actually know to have properties that induce sleep. Ooh, that's interesting. Um, meanwhile, Star, we're gonna go to you. You are doing some light hunting and scouting. Go ahead and roll me a survival check. Oof. That's dumb. It definitely looks like it's not on center there, but anyways, uh, I got a six. Okay, so I think there's... I think you might find a couple of bigger game, like maybe a, a stray boar here or maybe a deer in the distance, but you just, the logistics of, you know, what you guys are facing and where you're going to drag such big game there would just be a burden more than anything. So you don't really find any good opportunity. You also don't see a whole lot of tracks. Uh, a lot of them seem to be maybe old, maybe washed away by the rain from last night. Um, but nothing seems to stick out to you. Okay. Uh, just for flavor here, she'll say, Hells, if I was out here looking to feed the whole compound, I'd be up on my luck, but I was only hoping to find a rabbit or two. Okay. I wonder what's scaring him all away. Storm, 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 storm. In the singing. <laughs> yeah, Ader hungry. <laughs> uh, yeah, Flint, I think you're you're marching along, you're singing your song. Go ahead and actually give me a performance roll. Okay. Not right on my dice. I do use this. Nineteen. Nineteen, okay, yeah, you're you're singing and belting and you're feeling the music. Uh walking along and, and like you see birds sort of flying out of trees you're approaching and you 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 feel confident that 
you would draw any attention if there was attention to be drawn. Um, Groth, remind me what you were doing. I'm just kind of passively uh, meditating on this artifact that I'm wearing in my, on my face and how it connects me to my uh, my great old one. Okay, great. In fact, I am going to have you roll me something. Maybe I'm like materializing and dematerializing my packed weapons as I walk. Kind oh, how does that twiddling. look? Because I, I think you've only done that once or so. Yeah, so they, they sort of seem to come into existence like one particle at a time. They're just kind of built in random... Uh, yeah, just just random like it, it starts as like a really pixelized not like pixelized looking thing in my hand and then slowly like takes the form of a weapon everything's already where it's at nothing has to come flying in or there's no you know super fancy looking effect but it's interesting it's like it comes from another existence into ours and it just seems to always be in the right spot in that other existence to land right in my hand Give me a religion check. All right. That was almost a flaccid 20, but instead it was a 10. Okay. You're sort of muttering what could be conceived as a prayer as you're walking along, materializing and dematerializing your weapons, but it is only a prayer. And it's only really you trying to reach out, but nothing reaches back. I'm just kind of muttering, such great gifts you give me, Asra. Why only gifts? Why not you? What What do you want? I'm just kind of yeah, passing the time, talking to myself like that. And... Bo... Go ahead and give me a perception check. Okay. 18. Okay. Looking around, watching for danger, any... Any sort of sign that trouble is coming your way. You see dark clouds looming overhead, an impending storm. But eventually, you also see a break in the tree line, and a small fisherman's hut on the side of the Tybalt River. Okay. Do I recognize it? You've never been here. Okay. I just am familiar with the river and stuff, so I just was wondering. It definitely looks like it could fit the bill for uh, Wesley's home. Okay. Uh, I'll point it out. I think, uh, when Shadow gets there, she kind of just goes inside, assuming that's unlocked. Approaching the front of it, the door is actually wide open. One of the hinges is broken, and it's in a familiar chaotic state from when you last left it. Um, and she goes to where she last saw um, Wes? Yes. Wes's just... body is not there. Okay. She just kind of squats a... down and is looking there for a few moments. And I think the rest of you see this shadow squatting down over this dark red stain on the floor. Um, refuge and, and pots and pans and general living equipment are thrown with disregard. This place is torn apart, shredded through. Looks like there's not much left to find here. Loss, you, you okay? You okay there, Loss? Uh, yeah. I was just remembering the story that Wes told me. And what was that? Uh, he, he liked to tell me this story about this fish that, like, came and gave wishes. It, it was, it was kind of fun. I wish fish. <laughs> Flint's gonna just kind of start rummaging around, seeing if he can find anything useful. 
Groth is, uh, I was just going to say, posted up outside, actually, on the front porch, kind of just watching the tree lines. And you're joined by Donovan, Gator, and Olivia. Olivia, actually, a little bit to the side, closer to the bank of the river. Flint, go ahead and give me a perception. Nine. Yeah, I mean, it's chaotic. You get the sense that there's not a whole lot to find here. Um, that anything of value was likely taken. Yeah. Uh, Shadow kind of stands up and it's like, I think the goblins probably took it all flint and moves out of the house. That they do. And Flint will, yeah, join her. I'm Go looking for... And get a little sip of water. I, I'm going to, like, look towards the hill that we ran down from and just kind of walk to the top of that hill. Okay. Uh, I assume the rest of you join. Yes. Yeah. And then from All there, right. I'm going to see if I can remember which direction. I'm going to have you roll a... Oh, I don't entirely know. Maybe a <laughs> investigation? I'd like to cast Guidance again. Okay. Maybe Do an I... investigation, maybe a history check. Do you have anything you're thinking? Anything that would apply, I probably have the same bonus on, which is zero. Unless perception works. <laughs> uh, do um, I get advantage, though? I will give you advantage, yes. And your guidance, see me? Yes. Uh, well, that's not great. Um, that's a nine. Nope. That's a four. <laughs> Okay, um, your sense of direction is just not very good. Um, you're young, you're, you know, Probably this forest wasn't paying all kind close of, attention. <laughs> exactly, and this forest all kind of looks the same to you. So unfortunately, at this point, you don't know the path. Uh, I think maybe it was that way? Um, Flint kind of noticing her the, the lack of confidence in the way that she said that was just going to kind of walk over and sort of kneel down beside her and just say uh, don't try and think about exactly what you saw think about what you felt when you came through here think about the people think about what you smelled think about the temperature maybe something will come back to you well, it was warm out. I'm going to give her one of my rerolls if I can do that. Sure. When you're okay. 50. I'll allow it. I have two. <laughs> 52? Yes. I don't see the problem here. <laughs> Cornering uh, the reroll economy. It's warm out. I'm a hard worker. I create many jobs for the reroll economy. <laughs> Pulled myself up from my bootstraps and built this <laughs> company with my bare hands and a small loan of a million dollars. My bare ass. <laughs> Pulled this company from my bare ass. <laughs> Uh, I tell Flint that, like, well, it was warm, and we were all really excited and making lots of noise, and, like, some of the goblins were banging their shields. Um, didn't smell great. <laughs> and I guess with a reroll, I don't get advantage, right? I just roll one more die. Yeah, just roll a, roll another one. 16. Okay. Um... Closing your eyes, sort of sensing, bringing in, you know, how you felt that day, the, the general morale of the goblins with you, running down this hill with them, you open your eyes back and you remember clearly uh, northwest or northeast into this forest. Good job catching my lie. It was this way. <laughs> <laughs> Flint's gonna Flint will laugh and just pat her on the shoulder. So you guys travel. Probably, I assume you guys are going a little cautiously. Um, I imagine I would be trying to do some scouting just to continue trying to keep us safe. But yeah, okay, I think at this cool. point I'm probably taking center. Okay. Yeah, Flint, Flint will kind of take on more of a scout role too, trying to complement whatever Star is doing. Um, I would okay. like to be generally perceptive as well. All right. 
Bo, give me a perception. Star and Flint, give me a stealth roll. Okay. Do I remember how long it took 18. to get there from here? Um, ooh, 18 and a 22. God damn. I got a 16. So, good rolls. God damn. Yeah. God damn. Um, so, after about an hour of traveling, you, Flint, you and Star, see this clearing up ahead. In fact, if I can direct your attention to roll 20. You may try. <laughs> and you will fail. Wow, there's a lot of NPCs here. Yeah, you're not doing great at directing any attention anywhere since we spend so much time, <laughs> like, role-playing. And I think as we get closer to where I think it is, Shadow kind of fans out to the side away from the louder people and is trying to be a little quiet, too. Okay, give me a stealth. And I think... I do imagine at a certain point, Shadow is lets the party know that, hey, I, I think we're getting close. I only got a five, so not great. Roth will attempt to move a little quieter when we're close as well. At this point, I think Flint and Star are a decent ways ahead, but Groth, go ahead and give me a stealth roll in the meantime. Is that I a probably ninja use turtle? message to let the two ahead know when we're getting close? Okay. What'd you say, Ayla? Is that a ninja turtle? It does look like a goblin. It's a goblin. Goblin turtle. Ninja goblin. Teenage mutant ninja goblins. Goblins <laughs> in a half show. Goblin power. Okay. We're here for crunch or whatever his fucking name is. Oh. <laughs> okay. So up ahead, Flint's. And Star, you guys see a clearing that opens up to the mouth of the cave, and you very quickly are aware of some sort of civilized presence there as you see smokestacks um, flowing up from this bonfire out front. Um, Waiting your way through a cluster of trees that are adorned with crowns of yellow and orange and leaves that signify the seasons of change. You see this cave that in a lot of ways resembles the alchemist lab where it's sheltered in its own hidden grove. Fermented fruits and discolored foliage cover the uh, floor of this small forest and the smell of roasting meat fills the area before you you even can see what's up ahead. Go ahead and give me perception rolls. Shadow's casting mage armor on herself. Uh, I do want to say at this point only Star and Flint are pretty much here. Everybody else is probably a good 100 feet back. So only yeah. they are rolling. Oh, a ways back, I put Mage Armor on. <laughs> okay, great. Uh, what was your perceptions? Three. Fifteen. Three. Okay. Flint, you find yourself behind a stump that's a little taller than you. There's not <laughs> a whole lot you can do. No, I packed a, I packed a periscope. With a 15 star, there is a goblin who sits on sort of a larger stump where a great tree once was, who seems to be the lookout, as well as a hideous ogre roasting a whole goat over a crude wooden spear on a fire and a pen of boars uh, to the right of this fire, one of which is giant, very similar to the boar you fought previously in the cave. However, this boar is almost entirely adorned with metal. Okay. Um, is Flint, like, sort of near me or no? Yes. I'd okay. like to say, like, we... I, uh, Star, you and I have done this a couple of times. We probably developed at least some kind of, like, I don't know, tactics Strategy. or something between yeah. us. Like, with at yeah. least, like, some very, very basic, like, ability to communicate. Absolutely. Yeah, I assume we maybe did some hand signals or something but um that being said you would notice that flint is confused and can't see anything and is kind of just like trying to like nod to you like what do you see Mm -hmm. yeah so she's like doing the like fingers at the eyes over there you know (laughs) i don't know some weird motions with her hands just to kind of give you an idea of what's going on um but she mostly (laughs) yes exactly she dabs the hardest anyone's ever dabbed before (laughs) um but she she more like points towards the boars and she like points at herself and it's like I'm gonna go over there um like 
at least not like over there, but like close enough to maybe right. get a little bit of a conversation going with these bad boys. But Flint's gonna kind of motion that he's gonna double back to the group. Okay. And I'm gonna do that. All right. Star would like to roll a stealth to get. Um, I I can't figure out how close I have to be in order to cast speak with animals. Probably close enough to actually speak to them. Yeah. Without um, anybody else hearing you, too. Yeah. Yeah, I'm going to say it's going to have to be pretty damn close. Mm, okay. Let me see what this other one is. Because the range is self, so it really is just as close as you can talk. Can I see this stump here? Yeah. Does it look like it would hide me behind it? Like, from the view of these two? Like, could I, I don't know, roll something, or can I just tell? I you I think you think... I would say that you think you could hide behind it. Okay. Let's see here. If I move stealthy, does that make me, like, move less feet? I mean, we're not really going turn by turn, so this is more like an over-encompassing stealth check to get to that point. Okay, okay. I got you. Um, then, but yeah. It, just so you know, it will be dangerous if you fail. I know, yeah. I'm... Fuck. I think what I want to do first, since I'm still sort of back here, I want to try and get to, like, behind this tree first. I mean, I think you can do that well enough without a stealth check at okay. this point. Um, this is kind of using your stealth check from before. From before, okay. Mm. But if you're going to get any closer, you'll need another one. Yeah. Man, okay. It's, it's too early to tell how the dice are rolling, and I am scared. Uh, but I guess um, I better just nut up or shut up, so we're going to try to get over there. See if I can get close okay. enough to talk to one of these boars. Um, let's see here. Where the hell are my skills? This is just a straight up stealth, right? Straight up stealth. I got a 16? A 16, you say? Can I, <laughs> I'm gonna reroll. Oh my god. You wanna use a reroll on that? Bitch. <laughs> Do I? A 16 a is pretty good. 16 is to... pretty good, but you stressed I... me out, bestie. That, that's because I'm fucking with you. I know. It's fun. Well, he <laughs> but I can it, never so... tell when you're like fucking with me and being like serious. Okay, anyways. You're a great DM. Um, no, I won't use a reroll <laughs> on it. Um, let's just hope I don't die, please. <laughs> we got your back. I like this character. Oh, well, you guys are you guys are way, way behind yeah. me. Yeah, well, that's we got your back from way back here. Yeah, some yeah. balls to the wall right We now. have your way back. Your way back. <laughs> okay. With a sixteen, you get up to the stump and sort of darting through, sort of bush to bush to bush, getting up to the stump. And for a second, you think you see the goblin turn towards you. But he turns and just kind of like bleh, throws up, <laughs> and then just turns back and eyes forward. Star wipes away a tear. I miss crunch. <laughs> okay, uh, Star is. I would say she's in speaking distance to this this guy now, right? I'd say so. Okay. Well. Now, really quick, mm -hmm. give me a perception check. Perception uh, check. Let's see. Fourteen. I keep almost okay. hitting like nineteens and twenties and shit, but it just keeps barely rolling over. Fourteen's respectable. So looking into this boar pin, you see this trough with this crude pin sort of thrown up around it. Two regular boars sort of cower in the presence of this patriarchal uh patriarchal is that a word? Patriarchal Patri patriarch patriarch. Yeah. Patriarchal boar. Um, and just kind of piecing together, you can get a sense this was the partner of the the maternal 
boar that you had to kill in the cavern. However, he is in a rough spot, covered in metal. His eyes glow this sort of faint red and just like, <sighs> like anger resonates from this being. Okay. Um, really quick, um, I can't quite remember. Bo, did you ever give me any of that like bone back? I think I gave it back, yes. I believe Excellent. so. Okay. All right. I think I've got something to work with here. Let's see. I am going to cast Speak with Animals um, and hope that I don't blow my cover, but uh, I don't know. What's up, shithead? I killed your wife. <laughs> I, killed your <laughs> I killed your lady. <laughs> um, okay. What's up, shithead? I killed your wife. <laughs> what an <laughs> opening <laughs> line. <laughs> um. Okay. I want to try and I guess, I don't know, to open, I'm going to say my friend, I know you've been through a lot I'm here to help you avenge your partner Do you produce the tusk or anything? Not yet, it's a bargaining okay. token Okay. Roll a wisdom save Hmm. How about I don't? How what are you going to do to me then? Assume you failed. <laughs> oh! Nice. You assumed what, Bestie? <laughs> is that a natty 20? It is a natty 20. Hell yeah. Okay. Good job. Thank you. The moment you cast a spell and you try to talk, this boar turns its eyes to you and its reddish eyes engage with yours and all of the sudden you're hit with a flash flood of a vision it's cold it's dark and it's like you're looking down on something way beneath you like a aerial view you see this small well laid in stone maybe ancient stone a, a framework you haven't ever really seen. And below you, you see a familiar character. A giant. Or half-giant. You see Groth. And Groth circles this well. He's much younger than what you remember or, or the Groth you know and it has this strange ring that floats around this well that's attached to the wall with chains and Groth I hope you read your backstory recently oh yeah go, I stay go ahead and describe what Starlet sees well, if this is indeed the moment that I'm thinking that it is. I think it is. Uh, you see Groth walking in circles around this around this well, kind of tweaking and touching at these chains, examining where they're hooked up. Eventually, he uh, pulls out a small book, old and tattered. Looks like it's maybe been in his family for generations. And uh, he begins reading from it. And as he reads, he takes a hold of the chain. The chains start glowing. And at some point, as he's reading, and this is in Draconic, uh, he yanks at these chains at the moment that he yells, Oh, gosh! And, well, what comes out of the well, Tanner? As this is said, and these chains are yanked, this prismatic spray of energy floods and fills you, pouring out of the well like the breath of a dragon. And at first it's white, turning to blue and greens and yellows and pinks and purples and reds. And you see Groth sort of confused, maybe, but exhilarated 
But there's something you see that Groth doesn't seem to see. Something that hangs, that looms over where you are. And it's impossible to explain physically, but it is this presence. This presence of pure, unadulterated power and rage. And it just sort of flashes to this white and then to this black. And you snap forward. And this boar turns to you and says, Please kill me. And we'll pick this up next week on the Reroll Podcast. Ooh, boy, buddy. And you were right, Grubbs. Jesus Christ. Wamp. thank you for listening to the re-roll podcast the world of rel and all characters within are copyright and fictitious any similarities to persons living or dead or actual events are purely coincidental want to follow us on social media listen to another episode or send us hate mail check out our link tree for all our info you can find that link in the episode description Big thanks to Tabletop Audio for producing quality RPG music and ambiance that we can use in our games. Please consider donating to our Patreon if you like their content. We are hellbent on making more, and with your support, we can make a lot more. New episodes every Monday at 12 a.m. Pacific Standard Time. See you then.